0: Hi, uh, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's com. I'm back with another Monday Morning Mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. This is fantastic. I really, really like this one a lot. Uh, courtesy of viewer Jamie Horn. Bones Coffee, Shark Bite, had to use it again this week. Really, really fantastic flavored coffee. This is a um, spiced buttered rum flavored coffee roasted to a perfect medium. Uh, 100% Arabica coffee beans uh, and that buttered rum, that spiced buttered rum is infused into that. Really, really terrific like that. I mean, (laughs) love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Love the artwork. Love the name Shark Bite. Last week, I used my Captain's Choice coffee mug, uh, and uh, which came courtesy of uh, viewer Alex Lopez. Thanks again, Alex. And uh, viewer Ken Frederick remarked uh, in regards to your coffee and mug, I was thinking of a captain carefully guiding his ship through shallow shark-infested waters. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I guess that kind of, I guess that uh, picture kind of um, conjures up that. Uh, the coffee and the uh, mug kind of conjures up that uh, kind of picture. But yeah, really a fun coffee. like it a lot. And uh, this morning I'm using my Ohio coffee mug. I call this my Ohio camping coffee mug. This came courtesy of my niece, Kelly. Thanks again, Kelly. Uh, it just reminds me of summer. You know, camping outdoors, summer months, uh, night sky. Uh, you know, looking at the night sky around the campfire, that sort of thing uh yeah it's absolutely and you know what it's summer hello summer last week was the summer solstice hey we're going to mention the summer solstice again later on in the show so stay tuned for that but yeah um it's summer i got a really nice cup of coffee with some great cartoon artwork and a nice coffee mug reminding me of summer absolutely fantastic i hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me hang on one minute okay as fantastic as we like to say on the show a good hot coffee a trusty mug let the caffeine go to work gentlemen so again i hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me hey if you're taking me along on your morning commute thanks very much for the lift i really really do appreciate it we got a great show this morning got a really really nice inspirational shaving tip we have got some great shaved end visits uh some wonderful refill comments We've got some really neat stuff in new wet shaving gear and some nice question and comments. Last week's show was like an hour and 45, hour and 46 minutes, something like that, running a little bit long. I was trying to get everything in uh, because viewers are very, very generous in sending in a lot of great information. So I wanted to get everything into last week's show. Uh, So maybe this week, depending on how things go, this show might be a little leaner, maybe an hour, maybe an hour and 10 Hour and 15, I'm not entirely sure. I won't know until I start editing things together. But uh, what do you prefer? You prefer the longer shows or do you prefer the shorter shows? Comment below and let me know uh, because um, if you think an hour and 45 is a little too long and an hour and a half is better or an hour and 20 or an hour and 10, just let me know in the comments below because um, that would be a very, very helpful in kind of moving forward and keeping the show at a nice, consistent uh, length. Uh, each week. So let me know in the comments below. So uh, great to see you again. Again, I say it all the time, probably too often. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Uh, So let's get the show kicked off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. This morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Stephen Maffey, M-A-F-F-E-Y. Stephen, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. Uh, And this is really a nice inspirational shaving tip, especially for those of you out there wanting to use and learn straight razor shaving. And uh, Stephen writes, Hi Mark, I think Brent gave some great straight razor advice in last week's Monday morning mailbag. Confidence is key. I liken it to a kid learning to play baseball. May start out afraid of the ball and twist away from it when it is thrown to or when being pitched to. This makes it much more difficult to catch or hit the ball. My recommendation or tip is don't overanalyze the process to where you put yourself into a paralysis. I think at some point after watching some folks using a straight, you just need to go for it. Respect the blade and don't let it intimidate you. Do not fear it and be confident. You may get a nick and you probably will not get a BBS shave at first, but don't let that discourage you. You will learn the best positioning of your hands and how to hold a razor to address each area of the face. Once confident handling the blade, you will be surprised how fast your skills improve. Regards, Stephen Maffey. Hey, Stephen, absolutely great, great shaving tip. Confidence is key. The same could be said to those of us who were first starting to use a safety razor because it is different, it is kind of foreign. And once we understand how to use the correct angle and a light touch, and just as you say, go for it. All of a sudden, the process gets easier and easier and easier. And uh, as you say, the same thing comes into play with a straight razor. Confidence, learn to handle it, respect the blade, absolutely. And I love the analogy to uh, a little kid playing a little league baseball. Absolutely fantastic. Once you learn not to be afraid of the ball, you can learn the game much more easily and really learn to play it and enjoy it. And yeah, absolutely fantastic, fantastic uh, shaving tip, especially for those of of us out there uh, wanting to learn straight razor shaving. So thanks very, very much for that. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And I will send this to you post Taste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Email that shaving tip to Mailbag at gmail.com, Mailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the morning shaving tip on the Monday morning mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So, Stephen, thanks again for a really great inspirational shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have some shave den visits this morning, so let's kick things off with something from across the pond from viewer Matt Armstead. And Matt writes, Hi Mark, thanks for putting my photos of London shaving stores on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much for sending them in. Really, really do appreciate it. I received my original signed George sketch last week. So this weekend, I got it framed and placed it in the shave den. So I attached a photo of it. Thank you very much for that. Hope you like it. Take care, Mark. Matt, Matt, thank you so very much. I am absolutely flattered that you framed it up and I'm always, always flattered and honored when viewers frame up these George sketches. Thank you all very, very much. And yours looks absolutely great in the shaved Den, Matt, surrounded by Tabak and Paraso and I think that's Chella up there as well. Yeah, that is really, really neat. George is right at home in your shaved den. So thanks very much for sending it along. Really, really do appreciate it. Again, I'm flattered and I'm honored that you framed it up and uh, have it right there in your shaved den with all your great shaving gear. Thank you very, very much. Uh, got this from Al Spencer. Uh, the, 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 the subject line was Vintage Find. And he wrote, My wife was at a consignment shop a couple of days ago and found this. The case is pretty weathered and the razor was a mess. I soaked the razor in vinegar to get scum off, uh, brushing with a soft toothbrush. Then used my dermal tool with small buffing wheel and polishing compound, followed with razor emporium polishing cloth. I completed the process by soaking in isopropyl alcohol to sanitize, then final buff with polishing cloth. So, $4 for razor. And $6 for blades. Blades are all rusty, but never knew there were so many blades made back then. Probably 90% are made in USA. 75% of those are made in New York City. I never realized that New York City was such a large razor blade manufacturing hub. Neither did I. That really is something. If anyone knows anything more about New York City and the history of razor blades, Please comment below and let us know. Anyhow, I watched your video from July of 2020 where you shaved with a 1950 to 1953 Schick Eversharp. Yeah, that's this one here, I believe, right here. Yeah, Uh, I'm wanting to try it out, but I need to get some blades. I seem to recall you or someone else saying the Schick ProLine B20 blades are better than the standard blades. Hope you enjoy the photos. Yeah, the photos are absolutely great, Al. Thanks very much for sending that in and sharing it with, uh, and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. Yes, uh, I think it was uh, Alex Lopez. No, it was, who was it? I think it was Greg from Virginia. I think that's who it was, who sent along the, yeah, Greg from Virginia, who sent along the Schick ProLine B20 blades. I think that's who it was. Yeah, and he sent these along when he sent me the uh, supply SE razor, which I absolutely love. Uh, and uh, these were, I used one of these blades in uh, this chic razor right here. This is from about the middle 1940s. It's the same kind, of, I always mention, it's the same kind of razor you can see Cary Grant use in Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House. Uh, that movie from 46, 48, something like that, but he uses this razor which is why I got this razor because I'm a big Cary Grant fan and I wanted to use uh, a similar razor to the one Carrie Grant used in that movie. And I uh, had a shave with this razor with the standard Chic injector uh, razor blade and it did a fine job. It was okay. I think I might've gotten a nick here and there, a small nick here and there. I'll have to look at the review again. However, when I installed a B20 blade, It was phenomenal. I mean, it just changed up this this shave so much. It was just fantastic. I mean, this razor just sang. It was wonderful. Again, though, a couple things at play. I think the blade is a very, very good blade. And I also think using the Supply SC and the Supply Pro really helped hone my technique when it came to using an injector razor. So I think my muscle memory and my approach really improved from using the supply injector razor so now when I use uh, a regular chick razor uh, you know the shaves come off uh, much more smooth uh, much more uh, much more enjoyable really really terrific so yeah and my understanding is is that uh, the the newer the Schick razor uh, the milder it is so I think that this chick here from 50 53 is milder than probably this. Schick from 46, 48, something like that. Maybe because they're so close in production dates, maybe they're similar in shaves. I don't know. I haven't used this uh, this uh, particular Schick uh, EverSharp from the 50s uh, in quite some time, uh, but I have used the uh, the one from the 1940s, and it really gave me a terrific, terrific shave. So I like it a lot. Now, uh, Al, if you do get the Schick B20 Blades know that there's no key with this. I don't know why they produce them like this. Where's the key? Of course, you know, the standard Schick injector blades have that key right there. So you can just, well, here, I'll show you with the Eversharp, right? So you can just, you know, in, you know and just put that right in there like that. And then, of course, pull this back and then inject a blade. I mean, fantastic. But these ProLine blades, the B20 ProLines, do not come with the key. So you have to... Remove the blade from here uh, using their, this little device here to push that blade forward. Then, then handle that blade and get a Schick key like this, a blade case with the key, and kind of push down on these blades here and kind of back that blade into the case. And then once it's in there, then you can inject it into a razor. And that's what I had to do in order to get that ProLine blade into this Schick, Schick injector razor. And I and I, I still don't know. I still don't know why they don't uh, make a key for this. It doesn't make any sense to me. If you know why, please comment below and let us know. So thanks again for the vintage Schick razor update, Al. Really do appreciate it. And it also reminds us, that there are a lot of great razors out there that you can get for a few bucks. Look, $4 for that razor, and he just cleaned it up a little bit, and it looks great. So, uh, yeah, so always keep your eyes peeled out there at at consignment stores, antique stores, yard sales, estate sales, because you never know when you'll come across a really, really nice uh, vintage razor, whether it be a Schick or a Gillette, you never know. So thanks again for that, Al. really do appreciate that. This comes from Douglas Thompson, and he writes, uh, new Simpson family member. Hey, Mark, hope all is well with you in Ohio. Enjoying all your 3MB programs. I guess I'm not the only one as you approach 10,000 viewers. Well, thank you very much for that, uh, Douglas. That's very, very nice of you to say. Um, Thought I would send you a picture of my new Simpson chubby two in Manchurian Badger, to commemorate England's new king. It's the one on the black pedestal. Keep up the great work. Appreciate all your hard work. Just a side note, once in a while I get lazy and don't use my cube. Well, today I used it, and what a difference in shaves. I will definitely use it every shave. I would have never known about it hadn't if it hadn't been watching your show thanks again doug thompson doug thank you very much i can't take all the credit the viewers out there are the ones who are suggesting and recommending these different pieces of shave gear out there and uh the cube and phoenix shaving certainly were ones that the viewers recommended as was simpson and hoffman's shave soap and uh Katie's Bubbles, I hope to review pretty soon, and uh, just a whole host of really great artisans out there. But I'm glad that the cube works for you. It works for me. I used it in my shave before cameras rolled, and yeah, it does make a big, big difference. Really, really enjoyed my shave before uh, cameras rolled. And uh, how about that brush? That's absolutely fantastic, honoring King Charles. Uh, I wonder if, uh, because we had that uh, shave store visit, from uh, Matt last week, uh, I wonder if uh, uh, some of those folks out there like George Trumper and uh, Taylor of Old Bond Street, uh, if they're making a commemorative uh, artisan, sh- artisan shave soap to commemorate the coronation of King Charles. Let us know if they're doing something like that. I'd be really interested in knowing that. I mean, Simpson did a brush. I'm sure that these other folks there in London, England, you would think they would have done something to commemorate King Charles coronation uh, so uh yeah really really neat thanks a lot for sending that a log dunglass really really do appreciate it and that wraps up this week's visit of shave dens gentlemen thank you very very much for sending in all the great information and in the photos and everything about your shave dens really really do appreciate it i know the viewers also really love seeing other folks other wet shavers shaving dens out there It's inspirational to them. It's inspirational to me, to the possibilities of what we can do in our shaved ends. So thank you all very, very much. And we'll do it again next week. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Simply get up to your favorite streaming service, And search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag should come right up, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup. Again, search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and both of those podcasts will come right up. They're both available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, as many of you out there know, this channel is quickly approaching 10,000 subscribers. When we reach 10,000 subscribers, we're doing a giveaway. And the giveaway is being made possible due to the very, very generous contributions of some viewers out there. And I want to once again extend my sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price. Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, and all the folks at Pre-Tech. They have contributed and donated some wonderful, wonderful shaving gear. We're going to be putting together several prize packages. I won't know how many prize packages until we get close to that 10,000 subscriber mark and how to group things together, but it is going to be absolutely spectacular. And the reason why it's going to be spectacular is due to these very, very generous donations from these wonderful, wonderful viewers and members of the wet shaving community. Thank you very, very much. Now, we also have some other items that will be arriving from uh, some other viewers who have said that they're gonna be sending some things in. When they arrive, we'll show those to you and add them to the prize package pool. So again, my sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, and all the folks at Pre-Tech. And once again, my thanks to all the viewers out there for sharing, for tuning in, for contributing, for commenting. Thank you all very, very much. You make this channel possible, and I am very, very grateful. Thank you all very much. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on. Yeah, that really is terrific. I really am enjoying... The uh, shark bite from uh, Bones Coffee. So again, thanks to uh, viewer Jamie Horn for passing this along. I want to try some other flavors. <laughs> this really is very, very good. It's a it's a lot different from from some of the other coffees I've uh, tried and used. And uh, this one really is very, very unique. So I really do enjoy it. And I love the artwork. I really, <laughs> I really, really like that artwork. is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it really is. Just, yeah, it's just terrific. It really is. So Bones Coffee Shark Bite. Uh, check it out. It really is delightful. And once again, my Ohio mug, my camping mug, my summer mug from my niece, Kelly. Thanks again, Kelly. Boy, this, this mug is definitely a favorite, especially around this time of year. Uh, again, you know, campfires, being out at night, looking up at the stars, enjoying that war, those warm summer nights. Yeah, that's what this mug reminds me of. And uh, when you get a great coffee in there too, all the better. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in this morning. I really do appreciate it. Great to see you again. Hey, let's get to some of these uh, refill comments. We're going to kick it off with something from Roderick McLeod, who wrote, uh, you are correct about GEO being short for George. George Trumper was a barber and master perfumer. It was pretty common to shorten the name George to GEO on signage. C-H-A-S was a common shortening for Charles, W-M for William, J-A-S for James, J-O-S for Joseph, R-O-B-T for Robert, T-H-O-S for Thomas are a few other common examples. Hey, Roderick, thanks very, very much because last week's show, I inquired as to whether or not GEO stood for George or not. Kind of in the back of my mind, I thought that it did. But, uh, Roderick, thanks very much for confirming that my hunch was correct. And thanks for uh, all the other abbreviations. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, those were kind of in the back of my mind too, but I wasn't entirely sure. So, thanks very much for sending that along. Really do appreciate it. Robert Ross also offered the following. F trumper is short for George Francis Trumper, the shave shop in London, England. He went on to add that his full name uh, was George Francis William Trumper. He sent along a graphic to show that. So thanks very much for that, Robert. Really, really do appreciate you sending in uh, the additional research on that. Thank you so very, very much. Matt A. wrote, Hi, Mark. Another really great 3MB. Thanks for sharing my photos of the London shaving stores. Uh, Yes, you are correct. GEO is short for George. For George F. Trumper, uh, Ashish has a really nice collection of brushes. Yeah, if you missed Ashish Ahuja's brush collection, check out last week's Monday morning mailbag. It really is fantastic. And the cabinet that he converted to keep all those brushes in, really, really neat. And inspirational. It's a shave den to envy, no doubt about it. Uh, he continues here, love how he stores his shaving gear. Uh, I think Jamie should keep his vintage Gillette Aristocrat as is. Great, great razor. Keep it 100% original. It seems it's just minor wear. Take care, Mark. Now, this is in regards to Jamie Horn asking whether or not he should. Uh, keep his Gillette aristocrat in the original condition with the original plating that has a little bit of wear, or if he should replate it. Well, Matt's giving it a vote for keep it the way it is, keep it in the in the vintage look. So, Matt, thanks very much for passing that along. And I'm sure Jamie appreciates the input. This is from Mark Bagwell regarding Razor Rock's new 0.76 millimeter base plate for their game changer razor. We mentioned this in New Wet Shave Gear last week. Mark Bagwell gave us the heads up on it. And he wrote, several years ago, I spoke to them, uh, Razor Rock, about having missed the sweet spot for the plate being like a 76 millimeter. And at that time, they just were not interested. And I told them, I said, look, your 0.68 is too mild. And your 0.84 is a little too much for most people. So you got to have something in the middle. Like I said, they 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 disregarded me and now several years later, it's nice to know they finally freaking listened. <laughs> okay, the video of the snake. We call that a <laughs> a be a big blank and snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, Uh, I shot video of a snake up a tree in my travels through Ohio. Check it out last week if you missed it. Yeah, it's a big blanking snake. Absolutely. Uh, Mark, I need to make one correction. The Game Changer is also offered as a complete razor with a choice of five handles. Cost is $54.99. So uh, they can get the entire razor or just order the plate if they already have a game changer. This is something I really like about the game changer. It's the fact that they offer the parts individually. Uh, if you were to damage a razor, say if you drop it and damage, let's say, the top plate, no problem. You can order a top plate or a bottom plate or the five handles they offer with the game changer. This is something I love about this company, Razorock. Not every razor company gives you the option of replacing parts and not having to replace the entire razor. Uh, as far as practicing with a shavette, there is no way to practice. I would just shave with it. Well, I think he means the straight razor or the shavette. Again, that kind of goes back to this morning's shaving tip. Just go for it. Respect the blade, but just go for it. So thanks for confirming that, Mark. Uh, to replace a razor, or not to? That is the question. Okay, Shakespeare aside, this isn't really an easy question to answer. If you purchase a vintage razor as an investment, then you never replate. It can devalue the razor. But if you, like myself, purchase a razor to enjoy and use, then it comes down to this Do you want to replate it? All I can do is tell you what I do because I own both original plated razors and replate it. If a razor's plating is in really bad shape, then I replate. Uh, If it has a few blemishes that doesn't affect using the razor to shave with, then I don't touch it. I look at a few blemishes as added character. I have razors that are approaching 100 years old, and I use all of them. If you're going to replate, then take a look at Razor Emporium and Backroads Gold. I have replated razors with both companies and highly recommend both. Hey, uh, Mark, thanks very much for some great, great input regarding snakes (laughs) and replating a razor and uh, the Game Changer. And yeah, the Game Changer, I'll just say this. I got the Game Changer razor head from, uh, I think Daniel Maldwin sent that in. I think he sent that in. I think it was Daniel Maldwin. It was either Daniel Maldwin or, um, or, or Greg from West Virginia. I can't remember. I, my apologies for not knowing off the top of my head. I'm going to have to get a database going of who was sent in once. My apologies for not recalling off the top of my head. I really do apologize. But anyhow. Now, regarding the uh, Game Changer and uh, the different component parts that go into it, uh, one of the viewers out there. Now, regarding regarding the game changer, Greg from Virginia, viewer Greg from Virginia, very very kindly sent me the game changer razor head with the .68 blade cap. and I happen to have a stainless steel handle from Italian Barber that uh, I uh, that was attached to their mission razor head. So I just took that handle and put it on the game changer, and I had. A stainless steel razor, a stainless steel game changer uh, razor. So that was really, really kind of neat. So yeah, I I really do agree with uh, with your point on um, the game changer and being able to swap out the parts and order different parts online. Uh, timeless razors also, timeless razor also does something similar where you can go up and you can order component parts and kind of customize your razor. So uh, for some reason, you have their bronze uh, razor and um, maybe the cap gets damaged or you lose the cap or whatever it is, you can go up and you can order just the cap, which is kind of neat. So Timeless Razor does something similar. So yeah, absolutely fantastic point. And thanks very much for the input regarding uh, plating uh, a razor. Uh, Great, great input on this and i agree with you a few blemishes adds a little bit of character just like my lazy door on my fat boy uh i'm gonna leave that lazy door there if you missed that check out last week's monday morning mailbag yeah, that lazy door adds that little bit of character and charm i agree with you uh so yeah if there's uh, if the plating isn't really really bad or if there is uh, something else that um if there's something else mechanically that's incorrect and you want to get it tuned up and that sort of thing, and uh, maybe plating helps the overall appearance of it, yeah, maybe go in that direction. But if it's in really, really good mechanically good working condition and gives you some great shapes, only has a few minor blemishes, yeah, uh, keep it as is. That is, that, is uh, that is a very, very good suggestion. And, of course, I gave three different scenarios last week as to how my approach is. Kind of aligns with what you're saying, Mark. But you know what? To each his own. And again, just briefly, mine was, if it's got sentimental value like my father's. It's never going to be replated because that belonged to dad. That's what he used. Uh, if it's uh, mechanically sound and if it's in good working shape and there are a few blemishes, that sort of thing, it delivers a great shape. I'm not going to replay it. But if there is something mechanically incorrect with it, or if there is something that causes the, the razor not to work as it should, and plating would help that, as well as a deep clean, that sort of thing, which is what I did to one of the Gillette Slims, then I would go ahead and replate it. And uh, yeah, those were kind of my, my preferences, which kind of align with, with, with what you're saying, Mark. So thanks very much for that. Really do appreciate it. Hey, Roderick McLeod checked in again regarding the snake. The snake looks like a black racer to me. They'll climb trees for birds and their eggs, as well as small rodents like baby squirrels. Wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah. In other words, uh, they're probably, uh, for little rodents and things like that, uh, they're probably good to have around. They're not going to bother you, but they'll keep the chipmunks and the mice population down. That's what it sounds like. Uh, Beth Jones wrote, hey, Mark. Google black rat snake climbs trees in Ohio. I did, and this is what it came up with. Oh, and they are friendly snakes. Yeah, that's where I got it from, Beth. I, I had read this comment earlier, putting it in my show notes. And yes, Beth, you're correct. They are friendly snakes. Again, they help that balance of nature, and they get rid of some of the rodents and some of the pests and keep them out of your homes and that sort of thing. So yeah, I will Google black rat snake climbs trees in Ohio. I should have done that. I should have done that. So thank you very much for for doing that, Beth, and sending that information along. Folks, I'll have the link that she provided so you can read about it a little more. Uh, Really, really interesting stuff. Thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy V Photography wrote, love that brush storage dressing mirror. Yeah, that was the one from Ashish. Yeah, again, if you missed it, check out last week's Monday morning mailbag. What I like so much about the timeless plastic bowl is the high sides. Now, this is in regards to someone who was saying, you know what, Uh, I like the timeless shaving bowl, but those sides are probably a little too high, maybe if they made them shorter. But Jimmy says, I like the high sides. Really helps stop the lather from slopping over the sides and fits well into my big hands. Their other bowl, the ceramic one, is lower on the sides, but of course can be broken. It was my favorite bowl until I found the Paul Gruner bowl. Unless a razor has sentimental attachment, like Mark's dad's razor, I don't see any reason to not get a razor uh, brought up to like-new condition. Great diagnosis of learning to shave with a straight razor. Oh, yeah, that was, again, Brett's uh, comments last week. And of course, uh, thanks for agreeing with me about uh, not plating a razor if it has sentimental value, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. Uh, great diagnosis of learning to shave with a straight razor, and the perfect description of why I'm never going. <laughs> and the perfect description of why I'm never going to shave with one. When I was younger, I might have tried, but now I know I can't prevent lateral movement. But I do admire the shave a straight razor can give. I'll never forget that old barber I used to visit in Italy. He whipped that razor around my face like it was a butter knife. But when he was done, BBS doesn't even come close to describing the feeling. Wow, Jimmy, I'm envious that you were in Italy and got a straight razor shave from an Italian barber. I think that is the absolute pinnacle of the wet shaving experience. Wow, that's absolutely fantastic. Thanks for passing that along. Some great, great comments there. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Uh, Tim Whitcup wrote, interesting fact. I live in Virginia and did not know Persona Blades were made in Verona, Virginia. Uh, specifically, from what I can gather, the med preps. Wow, I didn't know that either. And again, I didn't know about razor blade manufacturer in New York City. And I didn't know about Persona Blades being made in Verona, Virginia. How about that? My perspective sometimes shifts outside of the States to razor blades that are being made in uh, Poland and Europe and Germany and uh, Asia and Japan and uh, that sort of thing. So it's nice to know that some blades are being made in the United States of America. I'm sure there are others. If you know of those blades being made in the USA, please comment below. Maybe we could put together a small list so folks know which blades are being made here uh, in the States, Al Spencer wrote a great show today. I bought Old Spice off eBay and thought it was from India, but said made in Italy. Wow. It has a great smell, but not a long lasting kind of aftershave. I remember back in the 60s, it was all I used and it lasted longer. Actually, it was probably what I was wearing when I met my wife. Uh, I had one Gillette razor, one pack of blades, one can of shave cream, and maybe two aftershaves. Things sure have changed. Yeah, absolutely, they sure have, Al. But still, you had a Gillette razor, and that is absolutely fantastic. So you were right ahead of the curve of a lot of us out there in that you were already using a great Gillette razor back in the day. So, uh, yeah, Old Spice. I remember my father and my oldest brother using Old Spice. I'm really, really uh, curious as to why your bottle says made in Italy uh, and the one I got from Amine Samant comes out of India. So, yeah, if anybody knows the difference between that, uh, between those two, comment below, let us know. uh, And I'm also interested if anybody out there has used both the Old Spice from India and the Old Spice from Italy, and which one does last longer. Really curious about that. So thanks very much for that comment, Al. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really, really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, this year Amazon Prime Day is July 11th and 12th. And as they write on their Prime Day page, Prime Day is July 11 and 12. Get ready for two days of epic deals. We'll also have a link to that page where you can get some early bird Prime Day deals. Now, I like to monitor Prime Day to see what kind of wet shaving gear uh, comes up for sale. And you'd be surprised, they have some really, really great pricing on Mercur, Mueller, Edwin Jagger, Parker, Pearl Shaving, Purasso, Tabak, uh, Cella, Shave Soaps, Aftershaves. Yeah, they have some really, really nice deals. And sometimes they they're up there for sale for a long period of time. And sometimes there's a small window of opportunity. So make sure to follow me on Twitter, because uh, as I come across those deals, I'm going to be tweeting them out. Uh, For instance, uh, a few years back, they had this uh, uh, Edwin Jagger Kelvin Razor on sale. I think it was like $18, $18, $20, something like that. And I believe the Edwin Jagger Kelvin Razor is exclusive to Amazon. Point is, it's a really nice edwin jagger razor and it was on sale at a great great price so i tweeted that out and i know some viewers were able to to snap uh, snap this up and it's a terrific terrific razor and it comes with that great great edwin jagger razor head with a little a shorter handle uh but again a really nice razor so yeah you'll see things from edwin jagger Merker, mula parker pearl shaving uh and who knows what else But I'll be monitoring Prime Day on July 11th and 12th. And if I come across any of these wet shaving gear deals, I'm going to be tweeting them out. So make sure to follow me on Twitter. And we'll remind you again as Prime Day gets closer. So just know, Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day, this year is July 11th and 12th. Last week, we mentioned Adam Wehagen's shave brushes, from his company called Nameless Works, N A M E L E S S, second word is W O R K X. Nameless Works. He makes some beautiful, beautiful artisan shaving brushes, and they are being offered uh, through the wet shaving store. Uh, so I just wanted to remind you that they are available now. Um, and Andy Amaya from the wet shaving store. On the program, uh, Shave Tech Show. The Shave Tech Show uh, this last Tuesday uh, mentioned that the shaving brushes from Nameless Works are available. They're absolutely beautiful, very, 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 very unique, and wonderfully, wonderfully made by Adam Weehagen. So again, just want to let you know that the Nameless Works shave brushes are available at the Wet Shaving Store. Well, speaking of the Wet Shaving Store, this past Friday, they launched Dark Night Shave Soap and Aftershave Splash. Now, we talked about this last week, and uh, this is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful scent. This comes from an artisan maker called HAGS, out of Greece. HAGS stands for Have a Great Shave, and this is really, really a beautiful, beautiful scent. Uh, Check out last week's Monday Morning Mailbag for a complete breakdown on Dark Knight Shave Soap and Aftershave Splash. Again, Andy Amaya of the Wet Shaving Store was saying that he was going to launch it probably end of June, beginning of July. Well, he decided to launch it this past Friday, so it's available now. So get up there and get Dark Knight from Hags, available through the Wet Shaving Store. Really, really terrific. And one of the key ingredients in here is donkey milk, as I recall. And donkey milks ha- donkey milk has a lot of great skin food ingredients. So check it out. Dark night from Hags, all the way from Greece, available at the Wet Shaving Store. Well, I got an update from viewer Zach Norton, regarding this beautiful 3D-printed case that uh, he created, designed, and is making for the Phoenix Shaving Ascension uh, Double Open Comb Razor. Uh, Check out previous Monday Morning Mailbag and you can see all the features of it. It's absolutely fantastic, fantastic 3D-printed case. And he's making these available on an Etsy store. But he also contacted me to... um, let me know that he designed a case for the Henson razor. He says, I got a couple messages and saw comments from people asking for one. So I ordered a razor and spent a couple of weeks designing one. So the case for a Henson razor is available on his Etsy store. If you have a Henson razor and you're interested in one of these 3D cases, it's up there on his, on his uh, Etsy store right now. So check that out. And we'll have a link to Zach's Etsy store in the description below. And also, he has a promotional code, uh, 15% off until August 1st. Here's the code, 3MBAG, that's the number three, and in capital letters, M-B-A-G, 3MBAG, just use that code and you'll get 15% off until August 1st first so if you have a henson razor and uh you were impressed by this 3d case that uh, holds the uh, phoenix shaving ascension razor well he's got one for the henson razor so check that out from zach norton uh, an absolutely fantastic fantastic 3d printed case that can hold either well one case for your ascension razor and another case for your henson razor so he's got two different cases up there one for the Henson, one for the Ascension. So uh, thanks again for that update, Zach. Really do appreciate it. Again, remember the promotional code, 15% off until August 1st. Just use the code, the number 3 M bag, 3 3-M-BAG. 3-M-B-A-G. Thanks again, Zach. Really do appreciate it. I got this email alert from the folks at fine accoutrements and they wrote shaving restored the fine de5 safety razor is coming soon now this was posted on june 22nd 2023 by mr fine at fine accoutrements we pride ourselves on providing elite performance and exceptional quality in traditional wet shaving products today we are thrilled to announce the upcoming release of the Fine DE5 Safety Razor, the fifth safety razor from Fine Accoutrements. Designed with meticulous attention to detail, the DE5 is a testament to our commitment to restoring the art of shaving. So I'll go ahead and link this page where you can get the rest of the information, and we will keep you apprised as to when this razor is going to be released. So there you have it. A, a brand new razor coming soon from the folks at Fine Accoutrements. They're calling it the DE5 Safety Razor. Uh, again, we'll give you updates as warranted and as we get them. So uh, check out that link. Check out that page where you can get some additional information on the Fine DE5 Safety Razor that's coming soon. Well, earlier in the show, I mentioned that we just had the Summer Solstice. And to celebrate, Phoenix Shaving has just released Summer Solstice Shave Soap and Aftershave. How about that? And uh, they write on the Summer Solstice product page, Solstice is a very magical, contemplative blend of aromatics, by default adding more street craig to the ceremony of wet shaving a real aid in turning your shave den into a truly sacred space. Here's the uh, scent profile. Sage, sweetgrass, cedar, rose absolute, and benzoin resin. Uh, So check it out. We'll have a link to the product page where you can read all about these great ingredients and uh, how they benefit your skin and your shave, that sort of thing. So from Phoenix Shaving... Summer solstice. This is a seasonal release, so get it before it's gone. From Phoenix Shaving, Summer Solstice. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, viewer Robert Ross did a comparison between Lothar shave soap and Barrister and Man shave soap. And coincidentally, Jason from The Razor Company very, very kindly sent along to the channel Lothar orange now this is absolutely fantastic thank you very very much jason because now i'm really interested in doing a comparison myself between loather's orange and barrister Nan's nordost smoked orange so that'll be a lot of fun now uh the razor company also has a saturday morning uh live shave and uh, jason has invited me to take part in one of those shows so i'm either going to use this on one of those saturday shaves uh, or i'm going to do a review on this or both i haven't decided yet we're going to try to figure it out and coordinate everything because i'm really looking forward to doing a live shave with some other wet shavers out there on a saturday morning and i think this will be absolutely perfect uh, to use so my thanks again to uh, Jason at the razor company for sending along Lothar shave soap and aftershave. And I can tell you right now, right now that this is, this is a nice, this is a more refined orange scent than Barrister and Man. Barrister and Man has a very citrus classic orange scent. No doubt about it. This is like a peeled orange right here. <laughs> Nordost smoked orange is like peeling an orange. Uh, Lothor orange is more refined. It has a more subtle, sophisticated orange kind of note. There is some citrus there, but there's also a little tinge of floral. It really is terrific. It has a more of a sophisticated, gentlemanly factor to it, Uh, whereas uh, Nordost, smoked orange, Uh, A little more rugged, uh, a little more classic orange, let's say. Classic citrus orange. So that's kind of the differences between the two right off the top of my head. But just know this is available at the Razor Company right now. The uh, Shave Soap and the Aftershave, it's a fantastic scent. I really do like this take on orange. So I'm really looking forward to using and reviewing Lothar Shave Soap and Aftershave Splash Also looking forward to using it in a Saturday morning live stream wet shave with fellow wet shavers. Boy, that's going to be a lot of fun. I hope that all comes together. So my thanks to Jason from The Razor Company for very kindly sending this along and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. Folks, we'll have links below to Lothar Orange Shave Soap and Lothar Orange Aftershave Splash available at The Razor Company my thanks again to Jason. Thank you so very, very much, folks. Check it out, it's available at The Razor Company. Well, we mentioned Barrister and Man, and coincidentally, Mark Bagwell sent in a review of Barrister and Man's Cootie Killer 2.0. And he writes My review of Cootie Killer 2.0 by Barrister and Man. Do you have cooties? Has anyone ever said to you, Don't touch me, you got cooties? If you answered yes to either of these questions, then you need Cootie Killer 2.0 by Barrister and Mann. That's right. No longer will you have to deal with an infestation of cooties. The soap cleans. One pump and 15 to 20 seconds of scrubbing and you will officially be cootie free. With 14 fragrances to choose from, you'll have no trouble finding one you love. Having said this, you might want to consider the unscented. The fragrances are on the strong side. In fact, they are strong enough to interfere with your cologne. So from now on, I'm going with the unscented. Please note, the FDA has not determined how many cooties are killed with each pump, but I'm betting it's a bunch. (laughs) Well, we we will have a link below to cootie killer 2.0 it's a hand soap check it out folks 14 fragrances a wonderful humorous really really cute review from uh, mark bagwell mark thanks very much for passing along again folks we'll have a link to cootie killer 2.0 by barrister and man we have a brand new razor in the shave den and it comes courtesy of the folks at timeless razor here it is right here it's a beautiful polished titanium razor it features a scalloped cap a base plate with a 0.95 blade gap and it also features their beautiful crown handle beautiful knurling and a beautiful ergonomic design providing a lot of wonderful wonderful grip Uh, it just fits so nicely into the hand and the razor delivers a mid aggressive shape I thought it was going to be very aggressive. Not so. This is a highly efficient, smooth shave. One day's worth of beard growth for me, two passes, I get a BBS shave. No kidding. I've done several shaves with this razor, both cold water and warm water. It's smooth in each instance. It's smooth with cold water. It's smooth with warm water, a little smoother with warm water because the whisker is softer with cold water. The whisker is a little more rigid and you get that little bit of a snapping sensation. With this razor, it's still a really smooth, smooth shape. Good positive blade feel, wonderful positive blade feel. Not harsh, not overly aggressive at all. I was really surprised at how smooth and close and wonderful this razor was with a 0.95 blade gap. Absolutely wonderful. You can get one of these and customize it to your heart's content at the Timeless Razor uh, website. Uh, they also very kindly sent along uh, the stand for the razor. And here it is right here. You can see it says Timeless Razor, titanium on the bottom there. Isn't that absolutely beautiful? And check that out. Absolutely Fantastic, isn't that beautiful? An absolutely beautiful, beautiful titanium razor. Now this is polished, and let me show you what it looks like uh, when compared to the TI Slim titanium razor from Timeless Razor. Uh, Here is the TI Slim in a matte finish, and of course here is the other titanium razor here in a polished finish. So you can kind of see the difference between the two of them. Now the weights are similar, Uh, the uh, titanium razor here with the crown handle and the 0.95 blade gap and the scalloped cap. Uh, This is a little bit lighter, probably about a gram or two, a little bit lighter than the TI Slim. Both of them are very, very maneuverable, and they both give great, great shaves in their own way. But this 0.95 blade gap really is something. It really delivered a beautiful, close, smooth, shave and uh, i really enjoyed it and as a matter of fact i used it three days in a row my several shaves were three days in a row uh today being a uh, warm water shave Uh, the previous two shaves were cold water and each shave was one day's worth of beard growth and in each instance it delivered a beautiful beautiful shave no nicks no cuts no irritation usually when i use a razor that is very very aggressive. I can't use it uh, the next day. I can't use it successive days because it's just a little too harsh, a little too aggressive for me. Not so with this. I use this three days in a row, and I got an absolutely beautiful, beautiful result after each shave. Really terrific. They are spot on when they say that this is that this is a mid aggressive razor. Absolutely no doubt about it. So I'll have a link to the uh, product page where you can customize your own titanium razor from the folks at Timeless Razor. Absolutely beautiful. So again, my thanks to uh, Jeremiah, Doug, Mark, Matt, and Nick, and all the folks at Timeless Razor for sending along this beautiful polished titanium razor with the .95 blade gap and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. Getting a review done on it, we'll hopefully, hopefully we'll get it posted so you can see this Razor in action and uh, really just a terrific, terrific titanium razor. Uh, yeah, really, 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 really great. And that polished titanium, it just shines and the, the, the light just dances off of it. And it looks great on the counter uh, in, in the shave den. Absolutely fantastic. It's going to look great in your shave den as well. So, again, thanks to everyone at Timeless Razor. Folks, we'll have a link to the page where you can check out this razor and customize it to your heart's content. Thanks again to everyone at Timeless Razor. And that wraps up this week's new Wet Shaving Gear segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. Jim from Northfield sent this along via an email, and uh, the the subject heading was Gillette Mach 3. And he says, hey, Mark, just a suggestion, but maybe do a video celebrating the Gillette Mach 3's 25-year anniversary. It was introduced in the last week of June of 1998. Maybe you could do a head shave. Just an idea for a video. Thanks, Jim, wow, Jim, I didn't realize that. Thanks for the heads up on that. I went up to Wikipedia and sure enough, you're correct. Uh, It says here, Gillette announced the Mach 3 Razor on April 14th, 1998, following more than $750 million in research and development. Gillette budgeted $300 million for a two-year advertising campaign for the Mach 3 Razor. Gillette marketed the three-blade design as allowing for a shave with less pressure to the skin and with fewer strokes, thereby reducing skin irritation. The Mach 3 razor was released in North America during the last week of June 1998. It was first sold in Europe in September of 1998. Wow, how about that? And uh, I happen to have a Mach 3 razor. I believe I've shaved with this. Uh, And done some shaving reviews and some head shaves, that sort of thing, with this particular Mach 3 razor. And in looking for this, you know, and digging this up, I happened to come across my father's shaving gear. And here he had a Gillette Mach 3 turbo handle. You can barely make that out right there. This was another, I guess, another handle design or another handle... Another label for their handle for the Mach 3 uh, shave system, and sure enough, I have a couple of uh, got a couple of Mach 3 uh, razor heads, three blades. And as you know, uh, if I'm going to use a cartridge razor, I like to use three blades or less. So the Mach 3 really kind of fits into that uh, for me. And as we've learned in previous Monday morning mailbag shows uh, via Mantic 59. The TSA will no longer allow you to take a safety razor in your carry-on. You cannot take a safety razor in your carry-on. They will confiscate it. So the Mach 3 might be a good option. Just kind of clip that in there like that and pull that out. And there you are. You're good to go. And look at that. This is (laughs) the vintage handle I have here, the turbo handle. So I'm going to put that back in and uh, leave those two there and maybe get a fresh blade because I don't know how many shaves I've had with this particular razor head. Maybe get a fresh one to do a a head shave review to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Gillette Mach 3 razor. Wow. And it says here, the Mach 3 system is also used in razors offered by other producers like Trufit and Hill, D.R. Harris, and Mula. How about that? So happy anniversary to the Gillette Mach 3 cartridge razor. Thanks again for the heads up on that, Jim. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Ryan Colomy asked the following question. Can you explain how you dry your shave pucks if you bloom water and brush load? Is it just letting it air dry with the lid off? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly it, Ryan. However, I let it dry a good 24 hours. For instance, uh, just the other day, I used uh, Son of Honeysuckle from uh, Phoenix Shaving. And you can see I did a brush load and that's what I'll do. I'll, uh, when, I, when I do my shave, I'll add water, some hot water uh, to the uh, soap puck or cold water, depending on what kind of shave I'm doing. But mostly, most of the time it's a hot water shave. I'll add hot water to it and I'll kind of let that bloom a little bit. Then I'll dump the water out and I'll go ahead and I'll do a brush load with my damp brush. And then uh, I'll set this aside after uh, I'll set it aside during the shave. And after I'm done with my shave, I'll make sure to wipe off the container, wipe off the threads, wipe off the inside of the lid and the outside of the lid, you know, just dry everything off. And then I will just set this aside on my counter, maybe with the lid just kicked over a little bit uh, or maybe off to the side, but I will let it dry for a good 24 hours, uh, before I put the lid back on. Uh, that's been my rule of thumb. And uh, so far, uh, you know, knock wood, one, two, three, one, two, three, uh, (laughs) everything's been fine. And, uh, that's kind of been my rule of thumb. So yeah, I let it dry a good 24 hours. Sometimes I'll let it go a little bit. I'll even let it go a little bit longer if I have, uh, some, um, you know, some some space on the counter that uh, it's not going to get in the way of anything, and water's not going to splash back into it. I'll let it dry off uh, a little longer than that. And once I know it's been at least 24 hours, then I'll put the uh, lid back on, I'll cap it down, I'll cap it, and then I'll store it away. Uh, And, uh, you know, next time around, I'm, I'm good to go. But yeah, I will let it dry a good 24 hours. And as you can see, I'm still letting this one dry. Uh, a little more. I used this the other day. So yeah, that's been my rule of thumb. Let it air dry for me a good 24 hours. There are other wet shavers out there. They might let it air dry a little more. They might let it air dry a little less, but that's been kind of my rule of thumb, 24 hours. And usually this is how it works. I'll shave and then I will, you know, as I say, I'll wipe everything down, clean my razor, etc., and then wipe this container down, make sure that that I've dumped out excess water, that sort of thing, and then I'll set it aside. And then 24 hours later, when I do my next shave, uh, I'll take a look at this, and if it's you know if it's dried up, then I'll cap it up, set it aside, and pull out another shave soap, and then repeat the process. If for some reason I think well it needs a little bit longer, then I'll just set it aside on the counter or an, an extra table and just let it continue to dry. Maybe another day, maybe a few more hours, you know, that sort of thing. So I hope that uh, answers your question. And folks, I'll put it to the viewers out there. Folks, if you uh, have a method for drying out your shave soap after you've bloomed them and have done a brush load, please comment below. Let us know. 24 hours, less than 24 hours. What is your method? would really be interested in hearing it. Thanks again for the question, Ryan. Really do appreciate it. Here's something fun that viewer Rodney Ripplinger passed along, and he writes, Hey, Mark, here's a guy in England that really has the mugs, a museum no less. Well, this is part of Captain Fawcett's Marvelous Barbershop Museum. He has some videos up there, and he's got a huge museum up there. It's located at, uh, well, he says here, my Marvelous Barbershop Museum is in Kings Lynn in Norfolk and good. Do call headquarters if you'd like to visit. There is usually tea and cake. And he has this wonderful video featuring shaving mugs. Shaving mugs from throughout history of all shapes and sizes. Really, really fascinating. About a five, six minute video. And Rodney also uh, wrote, wait, wait, wait. There's also a video on razors from the same person. And he goes through this beautiful history of all kinds of razors. Absolutely fantastic. That one's about 13 minutes long. So if you want to see uh, some history on shaving mugs and razors, check out Captain Fawcett's Marvelous Barbershop Museum and uh again, it's located in Kings Lynn in Norfolk and good. Uh and there's usually tea and cake if you call ahead. <laughs> So thanks again for the, uh, the links to this, uh, these really, really delightful videos, Rodney. Really really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit, I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark where you'll find all the Amazon-listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double-take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.